0: Welcome to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Amor and Frank (laughs) Sicalis.
1: Welcome into the Fantasy Addicts Pot Dynasty podcast. It's awesome to have everyone back in here this afternoon. Andrew, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, always happy to have you on. How are we doing today?
2: Hey, Frank. Good to be back. Uh, happy Valentine's listeners. Happy All-Star weekend. Um, yeah, we got Joel back on. Joel, how are you going?
3: Yeah, uh, good. Uh, happy to be back. Um, yeah, no, it's been a, been a nice, uh, nice summer. We're coming to an end, but it's all good. Um, also, just new guest to the podcast today. Uh, after much deliberation, we are uh, decided we bring in a fourth member of the team, Charliam. Introduce yourself.
0: Hello, hello. What's going on, everyone? What's happening?
2: um, um talk us through your dynasty team. Um, what's your strategy? You know, give us give us the um, rundown.
0: Well, uh, I'm very excited about the next year. I don't have any draft capital, but with uh, we're, we're looking really good. The LSU City Thunder. Um, we made a big trade right before the season ended to acquire Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook, um, which is uh, also. Put on top of my young gun wide receivers that I have. So I've got a bit of a core going with uh, Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, and uh, Elijah Moore. Um, so I'm very excited. Kind of got like a um, a mixture of of uh, star old guys at right back, and then um, my young wide receivers. I've also got the stack of uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Which is uh, very exciting. Um, I've watched a lot of Bengals games this year. So, uh, but yeah, it's my, my team, I'm very excited for, for next year. I'll have a crack at the, the, the title run. Um, I'm always in the playoffs, so I just never get it done. So, hopefully, I can uh, take the next step this year.
1: Yeah, it's good to give the listeners a bit of context for Charlam So we've probably mentioned his name a few times on the podcast now. But uh, come the end of, towards the end of last season, he really started to make a push. I uh, won quite a few games at the end of the season. Then obviously made that trade for Derek Henry and Dalvin Cook at the end of the season to really try and uh, push for next uh, season's title. It's going to be interesting. I'm sure I'll be there come finals. And I reckon Andrew as well. There's probably only one spot remaining for the rest of the league, it looks like. So it's uh, going to be a really interesting season ahead. What we'll get stuck into straight away is our news and notes, just what sort of happened between now and our last podcast. Um, We'll get started with the obvious uh, news. Rams Super Bowl. Rams Super Bowl champions uh, after the incredible season they've had. They've got no draft capital. They've made all the trades in the world. They signed Odell, and they got the job done in the end. They made the big splash move to acquire Matthew Stafford at the beginning of the season, and it's all paid off. So congratulations to the uh, Los Angeles Rams. It was an awesome game. Um, Any anyway, What's everyone's takeaways
2: from that? Um, yeah, still, still recovering from Orange not winning the Gatorade shower. But, um, yeah, the game... The game was good. Um, it, I mean, it wasn't you know like a air raid show, but it was close. Um, T Higgins hit the overs. That was fun. But um, yeah, you could just you could just sense the Rams were gonna win. I, well, I had that feeling in the second half. Um, you know, Breakfast Club just dominated the whole year, and it dominated in the Super Bowl. So um, yeah, the Bengals will be back. Rams don't know how their future is, but um, yeah. What, what do you guys think, Joel and Charlie?
3: Yeah. Look. Ultimately, the game came down to the biggest mismatch on paper, which was the Rams D-line versus the Bengals O-line. And it didn't really play much of impact in the first half, but in the second half, that Rams front seven just dominated the game and really, uh, really turned it around in the second half. And, yeah, you know, I personally, Aaron Donald, my MVP of that game, um, like, yeah, Cooper Cup finished it off. But without Aaron Donald, I think... I don't know. It just there was like three drives in a row where the Bengals just went three and out, and it was all Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and that whole Leonard Floyd, the whole defense. So um, yeah, it took a while, but eventually that star power took over.
1: Yeah, but what a drive that was by Cooper cover, Matthew Stafford! It was incredible. It was quiet. He had like the quietest like five for eighty five in history, and then what goes out another like what fifty yards in the final drive and a touchdown just to ice the game. They're just too good. What
0: do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, I, the Super Bowl was was good. I, I don't think I honestly don't think the Rams really did anything amazing. I think the Bengals just lost the game. They did get that really lucky, no call on the Jalen Ramsey face mask, but after having that big of a lead for a whole second half and not even putting up um, more than a field goal after that, it, it's it, it was kind of their game that they lost in my opinion. Um, and I reckon if Odell doesn't go down before the half, I, I think the Rams would have just ran away with it because uh, they, they didn't have an, uh, an, an answer for uh, the two because if, if you double-teamed um, Cooper Cup, Odell was having a field day, and then pretty much it would have been the other way around, which kind of gave uh, the Bengals a, a, a bit of an easier time once he went down, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, how, did you know, how did Odell look? Oh, he looked amazing. That first T D, um, I hope everyone had him, but I know I did. Um I was I was yelling at everyone to make sure he got his you got your first T D bets on Odell. And um, I also had him for Super Bowl MVP. He's, honestly, he was he was on his way um until that injury happened. But yeah, he looked he looked awesome.
2: Yeah, guys, yeah, no. just
0: watching
3: Shout that, out Liam on the first touchdown pick. Oh, I tailed that one. Beautiful selection.
2: <laughs> Did you guys feel like you were watching the two best teams in the league, like in that game? Or well, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like,
1: what the, probably like the Bills. I don't know. Maybe it was like the, that Bills Chiefs game. Is just I keep going back to that because it was so freaking awesome. But I don't know. Yeah, I think you you make kind of like a good point. But. They got the job done by prior to. Like I thought it just, it is what it is. You can't really, that's the thing with football now. It's not like the uh, NBA where they play seven games and you always get the best teams. I think there was probably, you know, half a dozen teams on both sides of the playoffs, you know, three each conference or so that were all deserving of being in the Super Bowl.
3: You don't always as the best team in basketball either.
0: Um, Shout out Brooklyn. Oh, grow up. Get over it, man. (laughs) honestly, if you've watched as many Bengals games as I have, the only reason why I watched so many is because of uh, I have Joe and I have Jamar. That's that's how every game is played That because of how bad that O-line is. They just run Joe as much as possible. Hopefully you get the run game going and then just big plays with T. Higgins and Jamar. That's literally what it is. They won't score for like 10 minutes and then you get like two eighty-yard bombs, and it was just—it was just a normal Bengals game, except they just didn't come out with it at the end. Um, so hopefully, in the offseason, they can work on getting that O-line right, because I reckon that team is, especially that defense, they're very good. But I do—I do agree with with what you were saying, Andy. I, it was—it was hard to watch at times.
1: Yeah, they do predict to be good for a very long time, especially if they can uh, invest in that offensive line. Um, another thing that they have invested in is their uh, coaching staff. So Zach Taylor has now been extended to 2026. Um, probably doesn't come as much surprise for everyone, although he was a coach that was sort of uh, – he was on the hot seat going into this year. I mean, if they didn't perform, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was out the door. So he's uh, signed through to 2026. Uh, there's also been a couple more coaching hires as well. So the Mike McDaniel has been signed by the dolphins as their head coach. Um, it seems like a really good signing. I think he, um, is, should be a really good offensive mind. Hopefully they can continue to develop Tua. whether you are a believer in him or not. Um, also Jalen Waddle and stuff like that. I believe he's already made comments about how you should uh, be drafting Jalen Waddle in your fantasy drafts, even as the coach, it's normally something you don't hear from coaches. Um, but yeah, it's really um, you know assuring to hear, especially if you're a Jalen Waddle or a 2 Tagovailoa of a dynasty.
2: So, what do you guys think of that hiring? Yeah, it was a good hire. Um, you know, he's been tied to Kyle Shanahan for a long time. So, hopefully, Melvin Gordon can go to Miami and we'll uh, build on that run game. But um, yeah, I, I think it's a fine hire. I don't know a lot about him, but from all reports, he's he's a smart smart man. And um, yeah, Zach Taylor in the Bengals—that's just that's normal they had to do it um because of all the success they've had so yeah what do you what do you guys think Joel and shalliam
3: yeah i not that i wouldn't be that excited on the zach taylor um extension um bit of a fake sharp if you ask me um like you know running uh p ryan in the middle on third and one you know like what, what are we doing there um think he's getting like Shadowed by how good Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins are that, you know, they make him look better than he actually is, kind of like Cliff Kingsbury. And um, you know, Mike McDaniel's getting all the um credit for that run game, which I mean, you know, if that is the case, um, Miami's run game sort of been broken for a very long time. If he can fix that, it'll help out tour and the whole offense.
0: Um to be honest, I, I don't I don't rate him too highly, but I think if you have the expectations that you had, and you you take that team all the way to the Super Bowl, uh, it's, you can't really it's um, make an excuse up why you shouldn't extend him. Um, I don't think he's like top tier coach, but he's he's definitely not like a any anything bad. Um, I just think he's just gonna ride off the stars that he has. Hopefully, he can just keep. Um, Calling the plays he, he he is at the moment and not, not uh getting too involved and in letting his players win the game for him. I think that's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's not Matt Rule, he's not Vic Fangio, you know? he's not like, you know, yeah. who are these like garbage coaches that have managed to get jobs somehow and they're finally out the door. So like exactly. it could be far worse. It really could be. Um, a couple of bits of news that kind of go hand in hand. Uh, some positive and still some negative. Uh, Saints offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael. Uh, it's been reported that he will be staying on regardless of who the uh, new head coach is for the Saints. So it's probably um, probably good news if you you know you're an Alvin Kamara owner. Um, aside from the news that I'm just about to explain, but uh, it's probably you know with him staying on, you sort of know what to expect um, from the receivers and running backs and quarterback in the the New Orleans. Um, but, yeah, the main news, Alvin Kamara in uh, Las Vegas after the Pro Bowl has been arrested after he, frankly, beat the living shit out of someone. That's just what it looks like. Um, there's going to be more news to come out of that. But uh, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how that progresses. I know regardless what happens in the uh, criminal or civil case or whatever happens sort of off the field, I know that the NFL has a pretty strict policy. and I would be shocked if he isn't suspended. For at least some time in the next season, um, I'll let Andrew jump straight into um, his analysis of that because during the week he did make a trade for Alvin Kamara. I'll let you explain the rest, Andrew. Let you, uh, you'll let you you'll let listeners know your thinking and what you think might happen, sort of where the upside and downside lies with Alvin Kamara.
2: Yeah, I mean, in dynasty fantasy football, listeners, you just gotta um, you know capitalize on news that happens. You know, people tilt, people uh, um, you know, try to get off things, injuries. Uh, in this case, it rests. Um, you know, Dylan hit me up on uh, Messenger and said that, you know, uh, Alwyn's up for up for grabs for me because, you know, he knows I'm going for a title this year and Dylan's trying to tank after I beat him in the title. So, you know, yeah, he's not going to recover. But um, anyway, he was like, you know, Alwyn Kamara is yours. <clears throat> and he was asking for a first-round pick. And I was like, oh, I don't have a first-round pick, but I've got DJ Moore. And then... Yeah, that's that's how the conversation started. So he wants to get younger, so I gave him DJ Moore for um, Alvin Kamara. I mean, I threw in Eno Benjamin, but I don't think that's that's really relevant. I mean, maybe, but yeah. So he I could was be. Yeah, maybe, but we'll see. Um, DJ Moore and Eno Benjamin for Alvin. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with it. Um, you know, obviously not condoning, you know, bashing someone like he did but um he'll play but he'll, he'll still play um people have done worse kareem, kareem hunt Kill, you know they're, they're still playing so um i think you'll get four weeks suspension uh, i think this is a good buy low opportunity on Alvin kamara um if you can if you're competing obviously and um yeah I, I think i won the trade don't know how you three see it but yeah that's just my opinion
1: yeah, I actually said it in uh, the sleeper chat. Actually, I really like both sides of the deal. I think uh, Dylan gets DJ Moore, which is like a really solid, safe piece going forward. You know, he's only 24 years old. You know, he's rock solid. You know, who he's going to be. I don't know if he has that elite, elite upside like Alvin Kamara does, but Alvin Kamara is that little bit older, but he's also that uh, running back that can win you a championship. So I like it for both teams. It's just be a, if he does end up getting a lengthy suspension, it probably will hurt you going forward a little bit.
3: Yeah, I think Dylan kind of got full value back on Alvin Kamara despite the news, if that makes sense. Like, I'm I'm with Andrew. I think Alvin Kamara will, you know, cop four weeks and that'll be about it. But I feel like, you know, he got out of it pretty well by picking up DJ Moore, especially for a team that, you know, was looking for to get younger. Um, You know, I think he got a fair... I think Andrew took on a lot of risk to get Alvin Kamara, but um, you know, I don't I don't hate it, but I think Dylan did well out of the deal by, you know, minimizing the risk of getting rid of Kamara while also getting younger with DJ Moore.
0: Uh, just to add on to that, yeah, I as someone who um is trying to compete for the title this year and knowing Andy is pretty much the top dog at the moment, um, him making that trade doesn't really um scare me. It's it's because of his value and everything I, I do agree with Frank that it was good for both sides especially with how much uh of n- not much of a future Dylan has at that point before he made that trade so to get younger and especially to go from a running back to a wide receiver um just makes that even better for Dylan um it would have been a bit better if he could have got a bit of draft capital but um it's i I it's not i wouldn't say it's thighs because they both win but uh i don't think it makes andy unbeatable and then uh, but i do think it is a bit of an upgrade for for a win now but nothing um like insane if you guys know what i'm uh, i'm saying <laughs>
3: Yeah, and I feel I feel like if DJ Moore, you know, if the Panthers draft a quarterback, um, you know, then you know Andrew obviously gets better out of it. But if they, you know, sign someone, I don't know. I'm hopeful to Sean Watson, but like it's probably not going to happen. But if they get a good good quarterback, DJ Moore could be anything. So um, you know that obviously plays a big role in it to the quarterback situation in Carolina.
0: I think it's for both both quarterback situations because even though Jameis Winston was good when he was there they were winning games Um, Kamara was still fairly inconsistent Um, without Drew Brees there uh, I'm still waiting to see if he can bring as much uh, value as he did when Drew Brees was there Um, but you know it's it's yet to be determined I, I don't see them moving on from Jameis but if unless they get a top-tier quarterback, I think Alvin Kamara just stays the same as how we played this season.
1: Yeah, that was kind of the new Like I was saying with the news with their offensive coordinator staying, I think that makes Alvin Kamara's role really safe. I wouldn't say that, that changing. I think it was just Jameis Winston not targeting the running back as much as uh, Drew Brees does, like you said. Um, this last little bit of news I want to get into is uh, – something that, I don't know, it wasn't too surprising, but I feel like the MVP award the last couple of years have gone to Aaron Rodgers now, an incredible career, incredible player, um, deserves all the respect in the world, but it's just kind of like... Yeah, it was just sort of kind of uninspiring as an MVP award. It was just like, oh, yeah, he won a lot of games, had a really good season. Um, but I don't know, it kind of would have been cool to see it go to Cooper Cup, even though he only got like one vote. It was, apparently, it was that one guy that hates Aaron Rodgers and would never vote for him. So, but yeah, congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. Just, um, I don't know, not a very super exciting award the last couple of years. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I don't want to take anything away from Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, when do they start taking in that, you know, he sucks in the playoffs into it? Because Cooper Cup was arguably the what did you say he's the best player that's not a quarterback? Like oh, I the think most, yeah, this
1: year that just happened. It's gotta be. Like but like even Jonathan Taylor didn't even get one vote. Like I understand, like it's a running back, it's quarterback, and they're more important, but like not one vote. Cooper Cup got one vote. It's whack.
3: It's I feel whack like Jonathan Taylor's season got like highlighted. Like we're... You know, go back to like week six or seven before Derrick Henry got hurt. Derrick Henry was that much, that far and away, the best running back in football in front of Jonathan Taylor and everyone else. I don't know, Jonathan Taylor, I feel like, benefited from Derrick Henry getting injured, but like they might as well just rename it the best quarterback award of the season because, like, that's you know what it is at this point.
0: And, uh, I, I do agree with that. I, it's, it's hard to, um. Give it to anyone but Aaron Rodgers, just because it's it, There's so much that factors in. Because I, I I was a big Jonathan Taylor um, MVP person throughout the season, but with how they ended, it it's hard to to make an argument. Even though you you uh, you think about the playoffs, but as a as a regular season award, he he just. He, he didn't lead in passing yards or anything or uh but his qbr was at its as highest as it always is he's just it, it's kind of like with jt and with cooper cup because of the records even though they play in harder divisions it's just hard to argue with all those statistics that he, he puts out the only only reason you wouldn't give it to him is if you brought the playoffs into consideration and if you did bring that in then um JT's definitely gone he's definitely out of it they didn't even make it so uh, I I just didn't see anyone apart from Aaron Rodgers have that great of a season but so it, it was hard to not give it to him
1: yeah definitely and I think uh especially now that we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, probably a good way to segue into our, our main segment of the show. Um, this show, we're going to be talking about, you know, free agency and as well as our available players at the quarterback and tight end positions. Um, Andrew's come up with a really uh, interesting way that we're going to attack all of these players. So I'll hand straight over to you, Andrew.
2: Okay, listeners, um, now for my segment of the podcast, we're doing this weekly now. So um, this week, we're going to do like a kind of a in a test, you know, when you're in, like, grade three and you had to, like, match the definition with the words kind of thing. Um, so that's what we're going to do with the free agent quarterbacks and tight ends today. So um, for this segment, um, I'm just going to list the quarterbacks that could be on the move. And uh, so the fantasy-relevant ones I've tried to, to include. So we've got Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota, Mitch Trubisky. Deshaun Watson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, Teddy Bridgewater, and Cam Newton and Andy Dalton, um, potentially, but I don't think they will find a starting role anywhere or a really relevant role anywhere, um, so I left them off. Um, do you guys have any comments about Cam and Andy Dalton, or shall I just continue with the, the uh, relevant quarterbacks?
1: Yeah, I think Cam Newton's dead. Um, No, he's not dead. I just think he uh, brings too much uh, extra baggage to whichever team signs him, Um, and he's probably just not sort of worth having in the building. It's a bit harsh just because since Cam Newton's been such a talented quarterback his entire career. Um, Andy Dalton, I think he finds a backup role somewhere. I mean, Mike Glennon's still backing up the New York Giants, and I think he's still better than him. So he probably finds a home somewhere. I don't know what everyone else thinks. (laughs)
3: Yeah, both good enough to be backups, but the difference being that Cam just provides more of a—it's—it's it's, you know harsh, but he's more of a distraction than he's worth at this point. And um, you know teams—he's fine to be a backup quarterback for you know fill in for a few games, but um, you know he's just you know more than not worth as much as he um you know is to be the backup, just with the distraction he provides.
0: Yeah, um, I 100% agree with both of you guys there. Uh, Not too much to add on. Just uh, the fact that Cam is definitely talented enough to be a backup for whatever team. Uh, It's just the fact that um, his name, his brand, it's a bit too much that comes with him at this stage of his career with how much output he can put onto the field.
2: All right, so we'll get stuck into the game. Um, Now, first quarterback, Derek Carr. Where do you guys think the best landing spot is? And if if you agree with me, then you get a point. But we'll just discuss, you know, where the landing spot is, like, which is best for him. So, Derek Carr, take it away, you three. Surely we
1: all agree he should be staying in Las Vegas. Like, is that – are we all in grand there or are you? someone's got, like, a really out-there take? Because <laughs> I don't know where else he can sort of go. Like, he can go – you know, there's all different teams that need a quarterback, but – I think the Raiders would be stupid to move off him because there really isn't much out there.
3: Yeah, like, where, who, like, I mean, unless they land what on this list, unless they land Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, there's no upgrade.
0: No, there's really not. Even, even if you said to me, oh, uh, Deshaun Watson's out for another year or, and we move off him and stay with. Uh, and we move off Derek Carr. It's even hard to put in that argument. Like he's, he's, he's been great for the Raiders his whole career. So I can't, I can't see a, a scenario where he he leaves. There's even been stories coming out where he's happy to take a pay cut for them to bring in Tay Tay Adams. So I I, I don't see another place that he goes.
2: Good work team, you've all got a point. Congrats. Gee, <laughs> yeah, we're awesome. We're too All right, good. Now, We'll get into probably the biggest name. Um Aaron Rodgers. So, for a point, matching where where I think he will go in uh in uh and, and then, like for this I've done I've gone like best dynasty possible landing spot. Come on
1: Andrew, you already know my answer buddy. It's going to be the Denver Broncos. Can't wait for Aaron Rodgers to be wearing the uh blue and orange. It's going to look so good. He's going to throw so many touchdowns. It's going to be awesome.
3: Yeah, see, I, I think, see, I think he'll stay. But like for the purpose of the game, I think the answer is probably Denver. But like, I don't think that's going to happen. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. So you're locking in Denver, or?
3: Yeah, for the purpose of where the best landing spot is, Denver. Yes.
2: Okay,
0: Charlie. I'm gonna be the different person here. I'm gonna. I reckon he stays, like Joel, But I think the best. Place, uh, fan like dynasty fantasy wise, um, is Pittsburgh. So, uh, just because I I also see Tay coming with him wherever he's going, and uh, they could kind of uh, give a trade with the Green Bay where they don't lose all all, or like their best weapons uh, because they have three great receivers there already. So, um, I'd, I'd have to say, uh, Pittsburgh.
3: None of us actually, like, said it, but are we really sure that, you know, the best possible situation is him, like, not going anywhere? Like, I mean, how much better can he realistically be than the past, like, two years?
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think um, it's a combination of the running game in Green Bay as well as having Devontae Adams there. I think if Devontae Adams goes with him anyway, I mean, I think then that gets cancelled out, kind of. I feel like if Devontae Adams travels with him somewhere else, like Charlene said in Pittsburgh or if it's in Denver – you've got those weapons plus an upgrade of the weapons elsewhere. So I think if we're talking Pittsburgh, like the likes of Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju Smith-Schuster, if he's still on the team, is an upgrade of what he had with, you know, Alan Lazard and Marcos Valdez-Scanling. Same with uh, with Pat Fry- Frymuth at tight end as well. And I think the same thing exactly. applies in Denver. If, you know, they were to bring Devontae Adams with, again, it'd probably be a trade. They'd probably franchise tag Devontae Adams, but some Of that talent might go, but Jerry Judy and you know, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, Noah Fant are all upgrades on the supporting cast he had in Green Bay.
0: Yeah, 100% agree that he's it's just him and Tay, and then obviously he's got um Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon in the backfield, but um, the weapons for both teams are way way better than um what he has at the moment, and that's that's. What kind of lost them that uh, playoff game is he just went tunnel vision to the only guy he he can trust and on those last two drives and uh, they got nothing done.
1: So Andrew, what was the correct answer? Where's the dream landing spot? And please yeah. tell me it's Denver. It's bit- yeah, I had
0: I had
2: Denver. I think. Um, <laughs> Let's on- go. I, I think he's leaving. So I think it's the most, I do think he's leaving. And then Denver is just going to help all that, all those weapons. Every, like literally everyone goes up in Denver, in my opinion. But um, yeah, so we'll move on. Uh, not as exciting name, Marcus Mariota. What do you boys think? You think he's staying going? Where is the dream landing spot? Yeah.
1: He's a really weird one. Cause so I think he's still like, I don't know. I feel like he's might even be like untapped talent with the last like two years um, when he's been in Las Vegas. So he sort of, he was okay in Tennessee and then sort of fell away he Had like a really good season where he ended up being a top 10 quarterback in fantasy and then he sort of fell off a little bit, didn't show as much. He's also been injured a lot of his career. I think he does have something to contribute as a starter. I feel like he should be getting another shot, but it's just been weird. He's sort of been hidden on the uh, the bench for Las Vegas. And if they don't re-sign him, it's almost just like, I don't know. I suppose he was there as a backup, but... It's a bit of a weird one. I don't know. I think uh, he should be getting another shot somewhere. I just don't know where the uh, landing spot is. I don't know what kind of team would uh, take a shot on Marcus Mariota as opposed to, you know, taking a shot on a player in the draft or something like that.
3: Yeah, to, to like, help us out, what, where, like, I know, like, the teams, but who, like, realistically, who are the teams in need of a quarterback? Like, you've got, you know, the Steelers, the Broncos, um, okay, so I'll
2: list, I'll list all the teams that I've got and then you can go with that. Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I've got Las Vegas Raiders, which we've done, Denver, which we've done, um, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Washington, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Indianapolis. Okay, so
1: I don't know. For the sake of this game, I'm going to say Carolina because I don't think Carolina is going to be a team that ends up demanding one of those like star quarterbacks. I don't think Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson are going to end up in Carolina. Um, I think if they were to sign Marcus Mariota in free agency and then take a first-round quarterback, let that kid sit for a few weeks, Marcus Mariota could be interesting. I mean, they won a couple games with Cam Newton with a bit of you know rushing upside. So for the sake of this game, I'm going to say Marcus Mariota to Carolina is uh, the dream landing spot.
3: The dream landing spot for Marcus Mariota is probably Tampa Bay, but I don't think they're going to be in the market for that, but for the purpose of the game I'll go Tampa Bay.
0: I'm going to agree with Frank, which uh, doesn't happen very often, but uh yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, I reckon he's he's probably going to go to the Panthers just because I think after all those big name guys are gone, and you you still are sitting there trying to f- have um grab something as 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 the Caroline Panthers don't really have anything um so they just take something so that uh, their first round draft pick can can sit and and uh, play behind them.
2: Look at you two go! I had uh, Mariota to the Panthers. Um, Joel, 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 come on, he's he's not yeah. going to Tampa. F- like, like, fake sharp, Joel Amor.
3: Yeah, but what? Like, is he really going to be like good in like a, you know dream landing spot for the quarterback? Like the weapons in Car- uh, Carolina aren't as good as the weapons in Tampa.
0: Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess but Tampa Bay
1: doesn't way. probably want him. Like, I don't know. I think Max Marota could probably fit in. I think that could be like a
2: way a way that they go. I, I think
0: I think you'd take it the dream, the dream. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's like a realistic landing spot
2: yeah, that would yeah. be good for Dynasty. Is the game?
0: Well, nobody wants it. him. <laughs> no, no, obviously, but like you'd rather have him as a backup quarterback, but like. <laughs> Best case scenario, like if he's gonna get a few starts, you know what, you know, you know, what we're saying.
1: Yeah, don't worry about him. Don't worry about him, Charlemagne. He just doesn't <laughs> like losing. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, the well, next one. Look, oh, sorry, you don't shut. No, sorry, Frank's in the lead, so. All let's right, keep uh, it, Let's keep it going.
2: Next one, Jameis Winston.
1: <sighs> New Orleans Saints. Got to be. You got to keep him there. I mean, they signed him and they sort of developed him unless they land, you know, a big name, but they don't have cap space for that. It's got to be just James Winston. Keep him around. Her knee injury is a little scary. Steelers, I think.
3: Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers. Like, oh, you know, all the weapons there. Um, They are in the need for a quarterback. He's definitely an upgrade over whatever Big Ben was this year. Um, Yeah, Steelers. <laughs>
0: I don't know um, how to answer this because I agree with both because I think if he's gonna, if someone's going to pay him money, Steelers have money to pay him. But if they're too scared of that injury and no one wants to pay Jameis, he's going to stay because I don't see how the Saints can match a contract like if the Steelers wanted to um, snag him for like, I don't know, 15 mil a year, which I doubt if they'll give him, but like the Saints can't match that. So I think I'm going to go with the Steelers just because if they do take the chance, there's no way the Saints can have a say about it or anything.
3: Yeah. But if you had Jameis Winston, like, do you really want whatever you, you were getting through the first like eight weeks of this season where like, you know, it was all run heavy, boring offense or do you want him to throw into, you know, Claypool, um, Deontay Johnson and Frymouth? Yeah, I th- uh, you yeah. are
1: right. You are right for sure. But he wasn't that bad for the Saints. I think if he had, you know, they, you get Michael Thomas back. I think um, he put up some decent fantasy numbers. I believe he was, you know, top 15 quarterback. I think that's probably what you're going to get from Jameis Winston. I mean, even if he goes to the Steelers, do we really see him finishing inside the top 10? I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference.
2: Yeah, uh, me and Frank on the same same wavelength. <sighs> James Gee, is, sharp minds. Um, just makes sense with the with the cap space. Um, he wasn't terrible at the Saints, so I think I think yeah, just keeps uh hand uh, handoffs to Kamara, little dump offs. We'll be we'll be fine. So, um, Frank's running away with this so far, boys. But um, here we go. Teddy two gloves. Teddy Bridge. Where do you think Teddy goes?
1: Oh, it's gross, isn't it? Um. Sh- yeah, I don't know. He's got to be a backup somewhere. I I yeah, I don't have like a really a perfect landing spot for Teddy Bridgewater. He's got to be a backup somewhere whoever needs one. Um maybe I don't know, he could back up in Dallas. That could be interesting. I mean, if the, you know, something ever to happen to Dak Prescott, that would be kind of cool. Don't you reckon? I mean, yeah, I don't but know. They don't
2: need a backup,
3: you know. List, right?
1: Didn't you watch Cooper Rush play, Frank? He was the man. I don't know. They won that game because who who did they play against? The Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings that game, yeah. They they
0: they played the Vikings, and I had like I had like a, a huge multi on, and the, all I had all I needed was the Vikings to win because I I put money on them before Dak was out, and then when I heard Dak was out, I was like, I'm winning all my money here, and the, <laughs> and Cooper Rush beat him. Never uh, bet on the Vikings, all right? They they always kill you. Every time. Every time. They're terrible.
1: All right, go on, Joel.
3: For the purpose of the game, I'm going to go the Washington Commanders.
1: That really rolls Not off the, the tongue, doesn't team. it? <laughs> Not
3: the Redskins, the Commanders. I don't know. They're the only team left on here that I think, you know, might. You know, a bit of stability, that's all. That's all I'm looking for here. That's a team that needs it.
1: Yeah, imagine if you're a Commanders fan and they signed Teddy Bridgewater. You'd be pretty shattered.
0: (laughs) It's
3: an upgrade on whatever they had
0: rolling out. That would be terrible. That would be terrible news to wake up to. I'm uh, going to go with the Finns. I reckon they're going to take a backup because uh, Tua doesn't play full season ever. I don't know why. So...
1: Yeah, I, I like he's
0: that just too. Gonna be a backup at the Dolphins. Maybe I'm. Um, um, I just think I don't think he's going to get a starting job anywhere. He's he's had his chances. All
1: right, what's the answer, Andrew? Don't hold um, out on us.
2: I've got him going to go into Washington. Joel's back on the board. Um, yeah, I think yeah, they just, they're back, baby. <laughs> they just need a safe, safe quarterback. that's not going to turn the ball over. Um, you know, someone that can. Identify Terry McLaurin is actually playing and just you know throw it to him. So, and the score is four 2 two. So next one on the list is challenge. I reckon I'm on three. No, you only got Derek Carr.
1: <laughs> Gee, shut him down very quickly. We have to, <laughs> yeah, to rewatch yeah, the tape, to, but he's he have
3: nothing to say after that.
2: <laughs> um, next one. I thought
3: can... I got the second one.
2: Rogers. Yeah, did you get Rogers?
1: No, he said staying in, yeah, in uh, <laughs> Green Bay. Don't listen
2: oh, to him, no. Andrew. Continue on. He's just terrible. Purpose of the show it's 4 3 2. We'll make it closer.
0: Right, um, okay, yeah, all right, done, done. Jimmy okay. Garoppolo.
2: Um, and I'll give you the remaining teams if you forgot them. So we got Indy, Pittsburgh, Philly, Tampa Bay for Jimmy.
1: Oh, it's Tampa Bay. Wouldn't that be cool? Brady's heir apparent for all those years and then actually becoming Brady's heir apparent wouldn't that be awesome
3: Yes but I can't catch you if I say Tampa Bay 2 so <laughs> I am going to go Jimmy Garoppolo, eh? Why not Why not the oh, I don't know, why not the Steelers?
1: Yeah, their defense isn't good anymore. Like if that was like two years ago when we were talking about Big Ben should have retired, I would have been all around it because that defense was elite. But now they suck again. So it's like, is Jimmy Garoppolo enough?
3: I mean, probably not, but they're not, you know, are they really winning that division anyway? Unless they get Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers.
0: Or I I heard Mason Rudolph is awesome.
1: You let this guy on the show for one minute and then he comes out and he tells us Mason Rudolph's good. He's never welcome back. He's the man. What's the landing spot? What's the landing spot, man? You're the expert. Look,
0: I'm trying to think like Andy here. And then so – because I reckon from my guesses like in the past, I was going with Aaron Rodgers to Pittsburgh and then – Jimmy G to the Broncos, so I'm gonna to have to switch it now. So I'll I'll, I'll go with the uh, Pittsburgh as well as Joel.
2: No, it's it's Tampa. I think I think that just makes sense. Don't, don't you guys agree, Jimmy, to Tampa? Yeah,
1: because that defense
3: is good.
2: good.
1: That defense is no, good. They've got work. weapons. I think they got they got a running game. Flynn Fournette stays. Like I could see them being good still. And that division no, is weak. I, that division's really I, weak. I, I, Oh that's the thing the division sucks and
3: they're all in quarterback like hell basically like Carolina nothing uh Atlanta yeah Matt Ryan like I guess but he's like 40 years old um and yeah um Tampa Bay like you know and the Saints like where there's no strong runaway favorite now that Tom Brady's gone
2: All right guys um yeah, what, 532? Uh, I think you can still come back, boys. So, you know, you know. Um, we'll, we'll do a big name. We'll do Deshaun Watson. Where's he going? We've got, um, just to remind, Indianapolis, Miami, Pittsburgh, Philly. Oh. Uh,
1: I know, I know you're going to be the answer is your answer is going to be Philly. I know that's going to be your answer, but that's not what I think. Would should or would happen, I don't know, as a Jalen Hurts truther. But uh, for the purpose of the game, I want to say you want him to go to Philly just because that uh, would be awesome. I can agree. Um, They've kind of got some good weapons there. I think uh, if he was to go there, you know, Dallas Goddard gets a massive bump and uh, Devonta Smith gets a massive bump. I know Charlene would be so happy to see that. But I don't think it'll happen. But the rumors keep swirling. So I'm going to go with Philly.
3: I think the dream has to be the Steelers, doesn't it? Like, they have the best weapons on this list. You've already got Aaron Rodgers going to the Broncos. Um, You know, Panthers would be fine, but, like, it's no Pittsburgh. And yeah, give me the Steelers. I've guessed them for about eight different ones now, but one of them has to be right.
0: I don't want to – that was going to be my guess because I've guessed Steelers eight times as well. So, I don't, I don't know if I should – I'll go with uh... – I'll try be in the same mindset as Andy, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Eagles. I reckon, I reckon uh, they they do have the assets to to acquire him as well. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Eagles. No, nah, you've all
2: struck it. I had I had Miami. Can you can you boys see him in Miami? A bit of they'll make a splash to a sucks getting me out of there. Let's go, D. Watt to Miami.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. But it was Brian Flores who happen. wanted him out.
3: Yeah. You've blown this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's not happy
1: with you. He's not happy with
2: you. Okay. Easy That's right. Money. Don't listen to him, Andy. Yeah, I know. Listeners, if Dewatt goes to Miami, all the everyone on Miami goes up. So, Joel has no idea what he's talking about. Everyone on the Steelers goes up. Yeah, but, like, Dewatt doesn't need to go to the Steelers
1: to be – Good, you know what I mean? Yeah, why would he want to go play in cold Pittsburgh when he can go play in sunny Florida? It'd be he's awesome, be awesome love
3: wherever it. he goes.
2: <laughs> he's, he's really not happy with this game. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's so upset. He's very, very sensitive. Okay, easy one, Joel. Carson Wentz, where's he, where's he landing next year? Well, I think, um,
3: I think he probably stays, doesn't he? where else does he go that's good? Like, he stays.
1: Yeah, I don't get all these Carson Wentz rumors, and it's not just me saying that because I'm the Carson Wentz owner in Dynasty, but he didn't he throw, like, 27 touchdowns and, like, seven interceptions or something like that? Maybe the touchdown number's higher than it actually was that I just said, but, like, he wasn't bad. I mean, he did choke. Like, that's the last game against Jacksonville just really hurts. Like, if they had a won that game and they make the playoffs, I mean, there wouldn't have been a question, but... He wasn't bad. Like, I don't know if he was – he probably was the reason. Like The offense sputtered at times, but I don't know. The numbers were too good. Like, who's going to be better than Carson Wentz? Like, who are you going to get? Like, if they were to go after, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr or, you know, Marcus Mariota, Teddy Bridgewater, like these names, like Jameis Winston, like unless you're landing Aaron Rodgers to Sean Watson, Russell Wilson, there is no one out there that's going to be better than Carson Wentz. It gives you a better chance to win.
3: That's the that's the situation for all these teams. Like unless you get Wilson, A-Rod, D. Watt, you might as well just ride it out with what you got or draft someone.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, even though they've uh, so many reports have come out and stuff, I I just can't see them. They don't have anything to give. Uh, so if they're gonna move on, they're gonna have to go with like a rookie QB. And I, I can't see that happening with how much they gave up for, to get Wentz in the first place. And as a Michael Pittman owner, I'd, I'd rather he stays anyway because uh, if they move on to a rookie Q, QB, um, Pittman's just going to go down again. Um, so I like the hyper targ- targets as well. So I'm going to go with Wentz staying in Indiana.
1: Yeah, if that wasn't clear from my answer as well, Carson Wentz staying in uh, Indianapolis for sure. I think that's going to be the move. They gave it, like Charlie said, they gave the first-round pick for him. You can't move off him that quickly, even after
2: a season that wasn't that bad. No, he's going back to Philly. I'm kidding. No, he's, um, he's staying in Indy. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I think, yeah, he, he, I don't think he'll move. The offense is fine. Um, so, yeah, Indianapolis, that one. And the last two boys, Mitch Trubisky, Russell Wilson, the – uh. Two teams left, uh Philly and Pittsburgh. Where are we think?
1: Uh, does the Trabucket's really get another turn? Like, imagine if you're a Steelers fan, you've dealt with like Big Ben as much as they would have loved him. And they get Mitch Trubucket's. Um, no, nah, but for the sake of this game, Russell Wilson to uh Pittsburgh would be incredible. Like, like they, they've got you know their first round pick what do you what would you have to give up to get Russell Wilson you pick up you know you you give away like a defensive piece and then maybe like a first round pick or something or I don't know. You got to go and get Russell Wilson if he's truly available. Like, why on earth would you not go for it? I think he's still got it. I think any uh, reports of Russell Wilson, you know, falling off a cliff or not being as good as he as he uh, has been, it's a little bit overblown. I think he was just injured this year. I have no issue. Like, you know, if Denver were to trade for Russell Wilson, I'd be over the moon. So I'm gonna say Russell Wilson to Pittsburgh.
3: <laughs> why are we on Trubisky?
1: What's that? Sorry, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> weren't, you that, was, weren't we doing Trubisky? <laughs> uh, both. You've got to do both.
2: Come on, both do
1: at once. Team? Your
2: brain can focus on more than one thing at once. Well, Joe, I was, if I give one you one, one, then one team and one player are
3: left. Okay, yeah. I was going to Like, I'm confused. I was gonna say Trubisky back up Daniel Jones, and when Daniel Jones inevitably gets hurt again, he can go play for Day Bowl, what he just did. But who were the teams again? It was the Steelers, Steelers. and who? Eagles. Well, the Eagles are going to keep Jalen Hurt, so I don't know why we're playing this game. What – so it was <laughs> – <laughs> He just oh, hurt yeah. himself. He just hurt himself how silky he is. <laughs> the Eagle, um, the Wilson to the Steelers is the obvious one on this list, I feel. I'm going to guess them for a ninth time.
0: I have to do the same. Uh, the, the thing uh, I think about the Steelers is they have a lot of assets to give. Like, I know Philly is the same, but uh, – they they're just more they're more inclined to to give more because they don't have anything at QB whereas I guess you can say you have something in Jalen hurts or you have you, you can give him another year but you, you're not um you're not betting on Mason Rudolph to take a big step even though I think he's the man. but uh yeah I'm going I'm going with uh, Wilson of Pittsburgh and uh to uh, the Eagles.
2: Yeah, so you're right. Um, I just think – I thought Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh makes sense. Um, I don't know. Sorry if if uh, I offended you, Joel. And I think um, <laughs> Trubisky to the Eagles, he could almost beat out Jalen Hurts.
1: Oh, um, come on now. What? Are you, what you, you can't be Jaylen saying out? that. Really? Really? Where else, where else can he go to be fantasy relevant? He like could be a backup. Yeah, he could be a yeah, deep look. backup. And then if
0: Jalen Hurts were to get Daniel hurt – Backup he's Daniel going. Jones, I love that. I can see him just staying with the Bills.
2: Okay, maybe I should have had Trubisky to the Giants. I'm sorry, but I had to think of a backup spot where he could potentially end the job. Start. Oh, yeah, I feel you. Okay,
1: okay. Jalen Hurts has to be so bad, though, for them to make that move. garden him Gardner Minshew? What happened to him? Why didn't he get some love? Because <laughs> he's buried behind the goat Jalen Hurts. We've yeah, had discussion hates Jalen Hurts.
3: Apparently, he's worse than Trubisky. I don't think <laughs> Trubisky's bad.
1: He's shocking. I don't, he's no good. I don't, oh, he was playing for the Bears. Give him a break. He's
0: <laughs> <It's> not great. <laughs> how
1: okay, how about was, we move on to tight ends,
2: Andrew? Before this ends out in an all-out brawl,
0: because Joel got rolled.
2: A general discussion on quarterbacks. So, all these guys listed, um, I think. You know, right now is a good time to you know try and buy one of these guys because of the free agents. I've got Derek Carr. I think his situation only improves if they get Tay Adams, like Shalim said. I think listeners should should go buy him. Um, not a real sexy name, and um, you know he could be a high end quarterback too uh, for Superflex. And I think selling just um, maybe a Rod if you can sell him. Really high, because um, yeah, I think he's on. He'll probably be on the decline soon. We think, boys. I know I said this with Tom Brady, playing with fire here, but um, yeah, I think his situation could decline really quickly. So, um, yeah, do you guys have an opinion on who to buy and who to sell for quarterbacks around this free agent period?
1: Yeah, I agree with your Aaron Rodgers take. I think um, even if he gets, you know, a good landing spot in Denver or like Pittsburgh or anything like that, or he stays in Green Bay, I mean, what has he got left, two years, three years maybe? Like he's kind of – he appears to be the kind of person that could just hang up the boots one season and be like, yeah, I'm done. If they were to win a Super Bowl, I think he would be done. Um, and then I do like your Derek Carr take. So even if he stays in uh, Las Vegas, like they're going to invest in the wide receiver position, whether that be in free agency with someone like Tay Adams or Chris Godwin or something like that. Or if they go the draft route and they draft one of these uh, rookie wide receivers, we're so excited about. So I think, uh, yeah, Derek Carr's situation could improve. I do like that take, Andrew. Um, I don't mind. It
3: sounds disgusting, but. Jimmy Garoppolo, like he's probably going to land somewhere and everyone seems to hate him right now. I mean, you know, it could be a good buy low in Superflex if you're really struggling at quarterback and need a starter.
1: Yeah, like if you got Jimmy Garoppolo for a third-round pick, like you're laughing, like it's so much better. He's only like 20. I don't think he's 30 yet. He's like 29 years old. So he's still got a few years left. I think he'll still be relevant. When he plays, he gives you, you know, quarterback two numbers.
2: Berjo by him or something, something. Yeah, like that.
1: yeah. He got it. I got him for a second round pick. That was awesome. That's a, that's that's see. That's the for me. That was the price that I was willing to give him up. And then the third round pick is like the price I'd be willing to buy him for, if that makes
0: sense. At this point of time, you'd buy Jimmy G for a third. Hell yeah. Okay. No, I I, I agree. Um. Uh. I. Well as a Aaron Rodgers owner, I will disagree if he does go somewhere, unless you get a huge bag for him. It just it really just depends. Like especially if you're playing Dynasty, um, Superflex, um, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I can't I can't see you selling him uh even just having one year where he explodes. Um unless you're gonna get like a young, um, up and coming top ten quarterback now. I can't I can't see you getting back the uh, value he's Mm going to give out um, for the season. Um, If I was going to buy anyone, I think I'd buy Russell Wilson just, just before he, he, he either gets dealt off or he ends up staying because I think a lot of people still uh, have like quite of a sour, like bitterness taste with how he performed last year. Um, But uh like frank said before he was pretty pretty banged up so uh, i i can't see him being on the decline or anything um i i just think it was him and getting his finger um back to uh normal uh so i think if i was going to buy any quarterback i think i'd buy russell wilson um and then i, I if i'm an aaron rogers owner i'm definitely sitting the, even if he stays like
1: yeah, just what ha- sorry. Go ahead, Joel. <laughs> Whatever
3: happened to Pete Carroll and like Russell Wilson and hating each other and stuff?
0: Well, from what I've heard, like, and I've read about, uh, Pete doesn't uh, apparently he, uh, so the general manager or like he, he passed away, and when he passed away, they gave all the keys to Pete Carroll, and he's kind of been making a lot of moves where it it has been good like the jamal adams trade like he's been giving up too much future um assets to get guys to win now and it's the trades haven't been like amazing so i I think the reason pete and russell wilson don't get along is one he's not doing very well as a gm and then number two is rust rusty wants to he wants to, he wants to pass the ball, and Pete still calls like these, like run up the middle on like, like fourth and two, and stuff like that. Um, when you need a first down, uh, I think Russell Wilson just wants to play like I don't know, like like a Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady where he's just airing it out.
1: I Russ think that's where the yes. Exactly. Uh, Let Russ cook. Just before we move on from the quarterbacks, quick question for you, Charlene. Like you said, you wouldn't trade Aaron Rodgers unless you're getting a young quarterback um, back in return. So I know that Joel has recently acquired... uh, Trevor Lawrence so Joel let's say you know things pan out your you know your way really quickly your team starts to get really good you're halfway through the season Trevor Lawrence starts still struggles he hopefully we see some improvement but he's not exactly what you were hoping for would you trade Trevor Lawrence straight up for Aaron Rodgers
3: uh oh it'd depend on if I thought I could win the league or not
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you start off really well. Let's say you start, you know, five and one and uh, you're having to roll out. Like, who else have you got a quarterback feeling? You know, you get by with Zach Wilson and um, who else have you got? You know, Mac Jones. Let's say Zach Wilson and Mac Jones are giving you just enough of the quarterback position for you to be winning games. Um, and then, you know, your rookie picks this year, they hit really quickly. You win a few games to start off with. Do you make that change of quarterback? And Charlene, do you take that trade at quarterback?
3: Uh, it all depend on whether Deshaun Watson's back because if Deshaun Watson's back, I would think I could win with Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. But I don't think I could probably win with a shaky quarterback to an Aaron Rodgers, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, i get you. I, I, I agree 100%. Um, if I... Oh, you really would probably need cause... to be losing games as well for that situation yeah. to arise. No, nah, I, I think if I was... Um if I, I I wasn't performing very well, maybe I was like uh two and three or something, maybe a lot of injuries, like maybe Derek Henry goes down again. Um, just like my old guys or my veteran star players don't pan out the way they, they're going. I'd, I'd definitely consider it. Maybe I'd I'd ask for uh, a little bit of draft capital uh, if Trevor Lawrence is still very shaky. Um, it, it, it'd be hard to move off him, especially if he did go to, to the Broncos or um, Pittsburgh.
2: All right, guys, uh, we'll move on to the same game, different position, um, a bit like that. That ad, what's that? The, uh, anyway, oh, okay, tight ends. All right, um, tight ends are exciting. Um, this time, I'll just I'll just let you know who I have staying um, with their team, and if you guys disagree or whatever. Just let me know. Uh, I'll try and make this run smoother for Joel. Got a bit cranky in the last game. All right, so I have Hurt staying in Arizona. I think that's a great spot for him. Uh, Robert Tanyan, I have him staying in the Packers just because he's injury. Um, I don't really see why they would move on. Um, Mike Gesicki, I think he'll stay in Miami. Um, you know, he's been good there. Um, Tua loves him. And um, my last one is Rob Gronkowski and CJ Azuma. I think they'll stay put as well. I think Gronk may even retire with uh, Tom Brady. What do you guys think? Do you agree disagree?
1: All right. I want to start off with uh, Mike Gusecki's probably if we're talking, uh and Rob Gronkowski as well. We're talking fantasy finishers, uh, Zach Ertz as well. They actually were top 10 tight ends. So I think it's important to stick with those three. Um, Mike Gusecki, I actually think he's out of town. Um, I don't know. He's probably going to demand a little bit of money. I think there'll be a team out there, you know, tight end, needy teams that'll be willing to pay him upwards of, you know, five, six, seven million a year maybe if he's lucky. Um, I just don't think that's worth the investment if I'm Miami that's still trying to Build a young core. They are drafted Hunter Long in the third round last off season. So. If they were to move on from Mike Gusecki, I feel like they've got a pretty decent replacement there. Um, they've also got Adam Shaheen as well. And if anyone remembers his name, he's played for Chicago, another decent tight end. So I don't know if they 100% need him back, um, but I think it'd be pretty interesting. Like I said, Rom Gronkowski, um, I think he'll stay in Tampa Bay, like you said, if they get an interesting uh, quarterback. If not, I think he just might either, like I said, retire, or he might just find a spot to you know win another Super Bowl. I mean, imagine if Rob Gronkowski went to the Rams. Like, would that shock anyone?
2: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it I would mean, be shocking. Like
3: Can you really see Gronk playing for a bad team? Exactly. No. He's just going
1: to go somewhere.
3: Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I can't see him staying. Like, you know, why would Gronk want to hang around and play for some loser at quarterback?
1: Yeah, what if it's Jimmy G? He knows Jimmy G. They played together for years. Like that's why I think the Tampa Bay landing for Jimmy G is so interesting. Cause it you'd keep I think if it, that's the kind of signing where those pieces would come back. I think Chris Godwin would come back, Rob Gronkowski would come back, Leonard Fournette would come back, and then you just you try to run it again.
2: See, Joel Frank likes my landing spot game.
3: Are we talking about the same Jimmy
1: Garoppolo? <laughs> <laughs> he wins games. I'd like he's so uninspiring, but he just wins. I mean, I guess
0: uh, if, if he doesn't geez. retire, I, I really want him to go Cincinnati. That'd be cool. That'd did be a, that'd didn't be cool. he
3: say he wanted to play with Joe Burrow?
0: He did. Yeah, he, he said did. if I'm going to play for another quarterback, it's going to be him. So I'm, I'm guessing that meant he's going to retire or he's going to go play with Joe. But I can't see him going to Cincinnati or all places. So.
1: Yeah, like even as interesting as CJ Uzama's like one blow-up game every five weeks, and you think, oh, wait a minute, he could be something, and then that's he's just terrible for another four weeks. So I think yeah. um, Uzama could be out of town. I don't know. He played injured. He played injured in the Super Bowl, so like what a champion for that. But I don't know if he's good enough to be that fantasy relevant. I think uh, he's sort of just a guy.
2: Yeah, but the Bengals don't need a tight end. They've got literally A-plus talent everywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they'll go get a tight end.
0: I think if they can get one for, like, five mil, like, why not? But they're definitely the the only reason they'd get a tight end is to help with the O-line. So um, it's going to be, like, uh, uh, Cleveland's tight end now. Uh, forgot his name off the top of my head but he's a great the hoop, run blocker daddy. The hoop. <laughs> yeah, the hoop, hoop. He's a he's like a, a run blocking tight end first. So, I think if they're going to grab anyone, it's going to be someone like like him. So, they're definitely not going to grab like Mike Asicki or anything like that. Um but yeah, they, he'll definitely stay. I can't see him getting paid much either.
2: All right, so we'll jump into the game. Um so just six names, six teams. Uh, I'll start Dalton Schultz. OJ Howard, Miley Cox, Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst, David and Jeriku. and the teams are New York Jets, Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts, uh, the Texans, the Jags, and the LA Chargers. Do that whole division I've got is a uh, tight end needy. All right, so um, yeah, we'll start with OJ Howard, guys. Where do you think we? Where do you think OJ lands?
1: I just love that uh, LA Chargers landing spot. So it's going to be hard not to say all of them. So like the likes of, you know, OJ Howard and David Njoku. um, Those like just ridiculously athletic um, tight ends that haven't quite reached their potential. Um, I'm going to go with, who will be starting off with OJ Howard? I'm going to go that he's going to go to the Jets. I think they give him, uh, give Zach Wilson a weapon over the middle. And I think he might, he'll have plenty of opportunity. I think he's got to pick somewhere where he's going to get opportunity to be seen. Yeah. He's played behind, uh, you know, Cameron Bright at times. He's played behind Rob Gronkowski. I think it's time that he uh, took center stage for his career.
3: Um, hey, just a quick one. can you give me, um, so I've got OJ Howard, Njoku, Mo Ali Cox. Who are the other three?
2: Hayden Hurst. Yep. Evan Ingram. Yep. Dalton Schultz.
3: So I'm going to say OJ Howard
2: to... Are you going serious this time? No. Nice. I am, yeah.
3: <laughs> he wasn't happy about losing serious. the
0: last time. He's taking I
3: don't it want to, Like I'm kind of with Frank. Like, the charges might be my stealers of last time. But um, I'm going to go OJ Howard. Why wouldn't you want to go play with Trevor Lawrence?
0: Oh, I like that. All right, Shaq. Where are we, we going? Uh, I like both of those landing spots for OJ. I think if we're talking about fantasy relevant, if I have to pick out of the two, I'm probably going to go with the Jags. I, I agree with, with Joel. Um, I just want him, like, as a person who has been waiting for him to break out, I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but if it does... Um, It'd be it'd be really good for Trevor Lawrence to have just that safety net at tight end. So I'm gonna go with uh, go with the Jags. Yeah, you're on on fire,
2: Joel. See see what happens when you take this seriously. <laughs> OJ Jags, I think it makes sense. Um, yeah, just a young youngish tight end. I think he's still pretty young, like 25, twenty five, twenty six. Uh, with Trevor Lawrence, gives himself a real weapon, and um, yeah, I think he'll be real relevant in Jacksonville. Um, so we'll move on to maybe the the best name on this list, Dalton Schultz. Where do we think he lands, guys? Because I can't see Dallas having um, enough money to re-sign him.
1: Yeah, I think it's a. Uh... I don't want to say it's a full gone conclusion that he's going to be leaving Dallas. I think he's got to look after himself. He's got to get that money. I think if Dallas could re-sign him for like $3 million a season, they wouldn't think twice about it. But I think he's after the season he had, he demands more than that. I think the landing spot for the Chargers would be awesome. I think he's going to be a great weapon for Justin Herbert and that prolific uh, Chargers offense. Um, I think they're just missing a little bit of talent at the tight end position. I think, uh, you know, the likes of Jared Cook, Donald Parham, um, Trey McKinney as well. I think uh, they got the job done just with um how good Justin Herbert is. So I think if they get the you know proven talent in Dalton Schultz, I think he could be a really good weapon for them. It would also make him super interesting in fantasy. You know, he already finished as a top five tight end. I think he could almost like solidify himself as like a you know a top five to eight tight end. Uh, with Justin Herbert.
3: Yeah, no, I've got this. Uh, I've got my Chargers one, but this isn't it. Dalton Schultz is going to be a Jet.
1: Yeah, it is a very Jets move. I don't I don't disagree, but I don't know. It'd be kiss cool to see him with Justin. What do you reckon, Sharp?
0: Um, I have to agree with Joel again. Um because I don't think it's the best spot uh fantasy wise, but I think because they have the money and they want to get him uh get uh Zach another weapon and that they're gonna they're gonna overpay him how they kind of paid uh um the wide wide receiver uh what's his name again sorry Ed Corey um, Davis Corey Davis I think he's gonna yeah. get a bag like Corey Davis so I I'm gonna say the Jets as well um I would I would rather him with the Charges 100 percent but I I can't see the Jets um paying uh, I can't see the Charges paying him um uh, as much as the Jets are probably gonna offer him. Um,
2: Frank levels the score. I have him at the Chargers. I think that's a great that's winning right. spot. Um, I think the Chargers, I think Mike Williams might leave LA and then, yeah, Dalton Shields comes in and be that real um exciting weapon for Justin Herbert. I think Dalton Shields could be anything at the Chargers. So, sorry, guys. I have a, another exciting tight end going to the Jets. But um, The next one, maybe not as exciting. Used to be exciting. Hayden Hurst. What do you guys have him going? Just a reminder, I've got... Jets, Texans, Titans, Colts left the Hayden Hurst.
1: I think Hayden Hurst should uh, make his way to the Titans. They're a good football team. Um, they lacked a bit of talent at the tight end position. I think they might address the wide receiver room as well in the either in the draft or in free agency to help out AJ Brown. But uh, adding a tight end like Hayden Hurst, he could do it. You know, do it all. He's a good run blocker. He's a good uh, pass catcher as well. I think it would just be a nice weapon for that offense. Give him a you know another dimension rather than just uh, pounding the rock with Derrick Henry and then throwing it deep to. AJ Brown, I think that'd be a good fit there for Hayden Hurst. Um, it'd be interesting to see whether he's actually going to be a thing in fantasy. Um, again, he used to be an interesting name, like you said, but just hasn't sort of materialized. Played behind uh, Mark Andrews in Baltimore, and then he's, you know, ended up playing behind Kyle Pitts this season in uh, Atlanta. Hasn't really burst onto the scene just yet. I
3: think I'm going to go see getting the When you get one wrong, it really sets you back. had this all planned out. But um, I'm going to tilt off where I had him going and change to the Colts. I don't like it, though, but I'm going to go Colts.
0: I, even though I haven't picked one for myself because I'm going to agree with uh, Frank this time, but uh, I think he's going to... The tight ends, just because it kind of makes sense. He's a run blocking um, tight end who can catch the ball every now and then, which is perfect for a Derrick Henry led offense. So I'm I'm going with he lands in Tennessee.
2: Yeah, I had him in Tennessee, guys. Well done. Um, sorry, Joel. Um, so. <laughs> That's two two one. Yeah, I, just what you said. I think Peyton Hurst just screams Tennessee. Like, he's just Anthony Fersh. Is that the guy? Anthony Fershger or whatever his name is, but better. So, um, yeah, that's that's the landing spot. All right. Um, Evan Ingram, Joe, your boy. Let's see if you can get this one. Evan, where's he landing, guys? Uh, Indy, Jets, Texans.
3: Gee, this is fun, isn't it? Yeah. Um- Evan Ingram, he – is he really going to stay in – I said I wasn't going to do this, but I mean, it's Colts again.
1: I don't know. Evan Ingram's is such a weird one now. It's like, is he talented or is he just like – did he just get hyper-targeted by Eli Manning in his rookie year? Um, I'm going to say that he ends up at the Texans, gives himself plenty of opportunity to see the ball thrown his way.
0: I'm going to say it's such a Jets move to overpay someone like him. So I reckon he's going to go to – he's going to stay in New York. He's just going to change from blue to green. Um, Joey got it, Indy. Uh, I just think – oh, I think the
2: Colts could use a kind of explosive um, – but, in, you know, Evan Ingram's not a great blocker. So – and they don't need that because there are lines insane. So – um yeah, I just had I had the Colts. I think that makes sense. So the score is, guys, 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Um, so the last two are Moeli Cox and David Njoku and the Texans and the Jets. So good luck. Oh Well, I
1: don't know. I'm going to go with Moeli Cox to the Texans because I just don't want that to happen to David Njoku's career. I think he's, like, sneaky good. Um, So I'm going to go David Njoku to the Jets with Zach Wilson, that young quarterback, pair him up with a, um, I wouldn't call him a veteran tight end. He's still quite young. I believe he's only like 24 years old. He just came into the league really young, um, was supposed to be, you know, this incredible tight end prospect. And he's just continued to show flashes despite the Cleveland Browns. You know, they drafted Harrison Bryant after him, you know, a couple of years later, they brought in Austin Hooper. Um, and then yet you still see David Njoku uh, shine at times. You saw him have a massive touchdown in one of the weeks this season. Um, so I think if he yeah, gets a, a spot on the New York Jets, um becomes you know that favorite target of Zach Wilson's I think he could be really fantasy relevant and just to continue on that he might even be a sneaky buy low in dynasty as well if you could get David Njoku for you know a late round pick or I don't know maybe you flip Zach Ertz for David Njoku if you're not like a winning team there's a team that needs a tight end and they don't believe in David Njoku I mean that could be a a nice move for your fantasy team
3: yeah, I think you've got it, Frank. I, I I, had on this list Dream Spot and Njoku to the Chargers. That's what stuffed me up when uh, Schultz went to the Chargers. But I think the Jets, Njoku, Texans, Moelle Cox, Moelle Cox stays in division. I think that is the correct answer for this purpose of the game. But, um, you know, I, in a larger league, I agree with you, Frank, Njoku for like a late... I mean, you know, a third maybe or something that would work for your team. Now, in our eight-team league, I don't know if he's, like, a top-eight dynasty tight end at the moment. Um, he'd need a good landing spot to do that, in, like, in our league. But in, like, a you know, a 12-team league, uh, you know, even a 14-teamer, if you can get, you know, I think he's a top-half tight end. And if you can get him for, for, like, basically free, I think that is a good move to make for your team.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't um, take much to be like a top 10, like a top 10 dynasty tight end. Like, it wouldn't, I feel like a landing spot, and all of a sudden he's inside that top 10, and, you know, he's still quite young, I think. Like, I'm just trying to quickly, like, load up some names of, like, who's, you know, top 10 tight ends. But if you look at, like, number like eight is like probably Dallas Got It, number nine, like, Mike Gasecki, 10, Dawson Knox, like, you know, Logan Thomas is still up there, Hunter Henry. I think a landing spot's the only thing, stopping him from jumping guys like Dawson Knox, Noah, like, you know, even Noah Fan at this point. He's been Logan Thomas, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Irv Smith, Zach Ertz. But what do you want to give up for tight end ten. Tight well, that's why I said, yeah, if you give up, you know, a veteran – like a veteran um, – you could give up, you know, an older receiver. You could give up someone like – I don't know who someone would want to take anyway. Like, if you could trade, you know, Alan Lazard or, you know, someone with maybe a little bit of upside. Like, I would probably trade Donovan Peoples-Jones for David Njoku if we're staying on the Cleveland Browns. That's so gross. Like, That's it's gross. But, like, you just got a little bit of upside there with David Njoku, I think. I don't know. I yeah, could be wrong. F- if you know guys don't you, agree with me. You try
3: to sell Donovan Peoples-Jones to everyone. <laughs> That's just yeah. uncomfortable.
0: But like he catches bombs, guys.
1: <laughs> he does. He's the man. He's gonna be like the wide receiver one in Cleveland. So it's just a shame that yeah, still that sucks.
0: <laughs> um back to the game. Uh I I think that Frank and joe have got it spot on, but uh I wanna win the game, so I'm gonna to have to go with the opposite answer so i'm gonna put the joke or the texans um because i i don't i don't even i have an explanation for it it's just trying to win the game but i i think i've I've lost it here
3: yeah so for next time andrew we should have to like (laughs) name them all up before we start doing one way better idea
2: do you want to like re record the podcast and do it that way, Joe?
3: <laughs> not really, but like for the wide receiver edition, yes.
2: Okay, I'll, all um, right, yeah, that's the noted, ones. yeah. Next time, listeners, uh, that's that's how we'll do it, but yeah, you had it right, guys. Uh, I'm not gonna let Charlene lose, it's a tie. Um, yeah, I think Njoku to the Jets makes a lot of sense, I think that's a real Jets move. Um, and Miley Cox to the Texans because I've got Brevin Jordan, they just need that real red zone monster. I mean, they need they need. Um, everything they can, but yeah, um, yeah, he's a real big red zone option, and the Texans need everything, so stays in division. Um, but yeah, that was that was the tight end edition. We might change it up for you next time, Joel. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, you guys really answered my buy low tight ends. Um, yeah, I was gonna say OJ Howard, but um, yeah, you, you guys really answered that. Anyone we're selling because of this? Um, I had down. Evan Ingram because I just don't believe in the talent but um yeah anyone you really want to get off of if they sign if they land somewhere good if if Schultz doesn't go to the
3: Chargers uh that's a sell but like in purpose of this game he's going to the Chargers if he wasn't he would be a sell for me
1: is he a sell even if he goes to the Chargers like what if someone just wants to straight up buy in that he's going to be a top 8 tight end for the next 3 years I, do you sell I that if someone offers that. you a second round pick for Dalton Schultz would you do it
3: Probably, but that's yeah. because I'm set at tight end. But if I wasn't set at tight end, it becomes harder. Yeah, well, yeah, like,
0: like me, I'm not set at tight end. I have no tight ends. I have no offense. and uh, that's I have Evan Ingram, uh, which Andy just said could sell. If, if someone wanted to buy him, I'd, I'd happily sell him to you. Uh, don't but get, uh, don't
2: get Dalton Schultz selling.
0: <laughs> yeah, so if I if I did have Dalton Schultz and, and and he did go to the charges. I'd find it really hard to sell him unless I'm upgrading to like a top five tight end, like, you, you know, like a Gronk if he does come back yeah. and then, you know, the top three as always. But uh, I, I can't see um, like if I had him selling him with what I have at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, just to, like, piggyback on, like, what I said about Dalton Schultz, you know, capitalizing on the good news. Um, what I did in another league where I also owned Dallas Scott. so actually I'm a big fan of the talent. Um, yeah, so when Zach Ertz was traded from the Eagles, I immediately, that very next week, I traded Dallas Goddard in one of my leagues for two second-round picks. Like, that's the kind of value I think you can get on Dalton Schultz. Like, if someone's really tight and needy and they uh, want to compete for the championships, they see Dalton Schultz sign... Um, in Los Angeles, I think you can definitely capitalize on the good news. It just seems so
3: high for a tight end. Like they're not that valuable unless it's Travis Kelsey, Waller, or Kittle, or maybe exactly. Hopkins and Mark Andrews.
0: Yeah, I think that's it that's my point. depends the the number of members in the league. No, I that think- was a twelve team league. Yeah, so I I I completely understand in a twelve team league because just having like. A weekly no he starter helps. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah, um, I'm in Mark Andrews. Gee, it's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, you wish you guys had George Kittle. Uh, Jackson <laughs> Jones got TJ Hawkinson. Charlene's the one struggling at tight end. No that's offense. The, sucks.
0: That's, yeah, that's the biggest hole in my team. I think the only thing that would help me is if uh, Aaron Rodgers went to the Broncos, and then I'd have to pray he has like a, a Robert Tunyon type of year. Let's um, do a live uh, trade. Live
1: trade on the pod. Yeah, marathon. live trade. What do you want? Bob? Live trade on the pod. Yeah, come yeah. get Dallas
2: Goat-It. I'll give you Dal- Dalton Shields.
0: <laughs> I, can't, I can't buy anyone at the moment. I mean, if I did... I, just back to what you, the question you asked before, if you were to sell or buy anyone, I think if you were a Zacherts owner, I think I'd, I'd, I'd sell him. I can't see him. Like, he's a good player. He's a... Uh, he had some big games, um, but a lot of those big games, uh, they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins there. They had a lot of injuries. Even Rondell um, Moore the time. Yep, yeah, it was the backup quarterback playing when he had those those big games. So he was kind of the um, the safety net for the team. So I think with how how well he played and how fresh that is in a lot of people's minds, I think I'd sell him, because I think he can get quite a bit of value, because um, I don't think his production is going to match that second half of the year. I I also don't really believe in his, like, that he's that good either. Um, like, for, at, when he was with the Eagles, I, was, I couldn't wait till he left to see um, how good Dallas got it was, because I believed for the two, three years, they were tied together he shouldn't have even been involved in the offense. And the only reason why he was is so they could sell him. So I think if I was out of the list of guys there, if I was going to sell anyone, I'd sell him. If someone thinks he's going to match the production he just had in the second half of last year.
3: Heaps of people on the Dynasty Twitters too, like they just pop up. Have they like take a photo of Zach Ertz's like finishes over the past like you know six years and it's like you know tight end 10, tight end four, tight end whatever? It's like it looks really good, but like back then he was the one at the Eagles, he was like probably the only target because beside Alshon Jeffrey, they had no one else to throw to. Like, if you can get someone who thinks Zach Ertz is going to go back to 2017 Zach Ertz, then yeah, absolutely sell.
2: Yeah, and the Cardinals have Mad Max Williams as well. Max with two Xs. Remember him? He was good early. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, he went down.
2: Before we
1: do finish, I want to just give a massive thank you to Charlene and Joel for joining Andrew and myself on the podcast. It's always awesome to have some extra guests on. You guys were insightful as always. So uh, thank you to you
2: guys.
0: No worries. No, it's been a happy a
2: all right. Um, yeah, thank, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Joel and Charlene. Um, Yeah, sorry, Joel, if my uh, segment wasn't wasn't great, as good as usual. But I thought it was a fun time. Um, yeah, thanks, boys. Talk to you next week. Yeah,
3: yeah, see everyone. you back <laughs> next week for the wide receiver edition. That's how you should end it.
1: Yeah, you don't yeah. want to miss that one, listeners. And uh, we might have Joel and Charlene back on the show for that one. You just have to wait and see. Catch you later tonight at basketball, big man Charlene.
0: Yeah, let's get our this first win. Is, by this is the good way. podcast content. How's how's the
2: basketball team
1: going? Uh we've uh, got blown out by forty points last week
0: and like the last three weeks before that, it's not good. Last week we had four guys play and I I don't know how I how I finished the game. It was they had like ten guys rotating. Every single guy had come in, sprinting. And I was I was already dead after two minutes. It was, a, right. it was a big struggle.
1: That's all right. We're gonna get I'm a dub a, this week.
3: I'm offended. I didn't get a phone call.
2: <laughs> yeah, he should over have made the under, big trip down. Over so under amazing. six and a half points, Frank.
1: Oh, we're gonna. Nah, I'm gonna take the overs on that one. I reckon uh, we've got these guys covered. We're uh, we're gonna get we're gonna
0: get the dub this week. Over under six and a half to win or for Frank to score. For Frank oh, to score, than, obviously. Yeah, Frank to Ooh, score. But... I'm I'm going, I'm going with overs just because. Uh, last week, I think he would have had it, but I, I, I passed it to him right under the basket. <laughs> uh, it was a beautiful pass, but I don't know. When someone else passes to him, he has a wide open layup. He loves to hit it. When I give him a nice little dish, he he just, I don't know what happens. Uh, all right.
1: Awesome. We've given oh, the listeners okay. a reason to tune in next week. Now find out whether I went over or under six and a half points. <laughs> yeah. Get excited, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at NFL Fantasy Addict. And be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you don't miss
3: a second of the action.